The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! Crowd on his feet at a timeout, Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Good morning, Illini fans. I'm Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Today, it's the Fighting Illini at 4-10, and 0-3 in conference play, taking on the Northwestern Wildcats at 9-5, and 5, 0-3 in the Big Ten is Northwestern. It is a noon tip-off at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston. That's where we find our broadcast partner, Lauren Tate. He is courtside in Evanston. Lauren will join the program. Now, Lauren, first and foremost, I want to know, how's that new arena look up there? Oh, my goodness. I'm covered with a lot of uh, purple here. Uh, the thing I will tell you, first of all, they seat about 7,000. So it's about half the size of the State Farm Center. And the thing that really impressed me here as I look at it is that they're in the bad seat in the house. And the in, in seats upstairs, the upper deck is about the height of the old B section and you know, when we, in the assembly hall, if you remember. I mean, there everybody's in here tight. And it's, it's a great play to watch, a great place to watch basketball because of the the, the proximity to the court. I mean, we're just right down on the court, and and I'm I'm with Ed Bond right now. We're just a couple feet from the from where the players are shooting baskets, and it's it's uh, it's brand new and glistening and and bright, and it's got all the uh, you know the modern stuff. So. This is what they've done, and they put a lot of money into it, and I think they got a nice arena now. And certainly expect a lot of Illini fans up there as well. That is usually the case anytime Illinois plays at Northwestern with the large alumni base in Chicago. Well, Lauren, how do you size this one up? Illinois 4-10, Northwestern 9-5, both teams looking for their first Big Ten win, and Northwestern's uh, got a big lineup. Their starting lineup is no shorter than 6-7, and they got a couple of guys in Vic Law and Derek Pardon who are uh, – Really scoring. They got two good seniors. Uh, of course, Vic Law is a redshirt senior. This is his fifth year, and and he's averaging 17.9 points a game with uh, Pardon right behind him at 14.2. Pardon's a good rebounder. He's a a veteran. He shoots six about 62 percent for his career and for the season. In other words, he makes uh, six baskets out of uh, ten shots. He doesn't shoot anything. Uh, well, he shot seven threes this year, but 
Uh, he doesn't. He shoots mostly real tight to the basket, and it'll be a big problem for Georgie uh, to hold him down uh, because they're going to try to get the ball into the post if they can. They, they want to use the, the big disappointment so far for Northwestern has been the inability of either of their transfers. That's uh, Ryan Taylor, who came from Evansville, where he was a good scorer down there, and A.J. Turner from Boston College, for them to produce the way that they expected. Uh, they've been a disappointment so far. Brad Underwood has said Georgie, as well as Samba Kane and Adonis De La Rosa, will have the assignments of guarding Derek Pardon, who you mentioned, Lauren, is averaging 14.2 points a game. Brad Underwood said that Pardon will occasionally step out and shoot a three. He's just two for seven in that category on the season. On the Illini side, uh, as expected, we found out yesterday, Brad Underwood confirming Tevian Jones will be back after that eight-game suspension. He will be in uniform and eligible to play today. And the phrase that Coach Underwood used with the media yesterday, Lauren, was temper expectations. He's been uh, with the team and getting his reps in in practice, but he hasn't played in a while. Well, that's right, and, and I think that uh, there's a, there's an, an effort on uh, Underwood's part. By the way, he's going to wear an orange jacket today, I'm told. But there's been an, uh, a, an effort on his part to get some of the freshmen in that haven't been playing like Griffin and, and now Jones. But the problem is the key thing today is what? Winning the game. And if, uh, you know, if they can get a good performance out of Kipper Nichols and if they can get a good performance out of Jordan, uh, you won't see much of the freshmen, I, I suppose. That's just the way it works. And that is something that the fans, whether they are right or wrong, have been clamoring for because I think a lot of fans – Again, right or wrong, they're entitled to their opinion. They're ready to write off this season and just say, just play the young guys and, and get ready for next year. Well, there, there's definitely a feeling like that, but you got to remember Kipper Nichols is a junior, so he's got another year anyway. The only senior really that's playing that much other than De La Rosa is Jordan. And uh, if Jordan is hitting, you got to play him because he's a good three-point shooter when he's on. He's, he's been off and on, so you never know wh which one you're going to get. The problem he's got is getting open shots. He, he can make shots, but, but it isn't easy for him to get them. He can't create his own shot, for instance, the way uh, Romeo Langford did it for Indiana. He just gives the ball to Langford, and the next thing you know, he's shooting a, you know, a runner that uh, you can't stop. Uh, Jordan doesn't have that kind of skill, and, uh, but he is a good shooter. So if he's hitting, uh, he can really help. We're off and rolling on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, part of Fighting Illini game day. It's a noon tip at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston. The Fighting Illini 4-10, taking on the Northwestern Wildcats at 9-5. Both teams looking for their first Big Ten win. They are at 0-3 in conference play. We'll take a timeout. Dion Thomas, Illini legend and color commentator for the Fighting Illini Sports Network, will join us. Stick around. It's Fighting Illini game day. Missed it, and the game is over. That was the last meeting between the Illini and Northwestern. That one was in Rosemont at the Allstate Arena last season on December 1st of 2017. Of course, Northwestern in Rosemont because of the renovations to Welsh Ryan Arena. And as you heard Brian say there, Northwestern with the overtime victory, 72-68. It's Fighting Illini game day. I'm Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty in our game day studios. And Lauren Tate is courtside at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston, where the Fighting Illini and the Northwestern Wildcats are set to tip off 
at 12 noon. And the man who's going to be calling the game alongside Brian Barnhart is Dion Thomas. He joins us now. Good morning, uh, Dion. How do you size this one up today? Northwestern certainly has some size. Well, and you're right, and they have uh, some experience as well. And that's the two factors that you have to look at in, in tonight's game, or today's game. You know, Vic Laws started out, he's been playing extremely well, as well as Derek Parton uh, for Northwestern. So today is one of those days where we really got to come out and control what Vic Law does. He's going to score. He's a big-time scorer. But we definitely have to make sure that we're controlling what he's doing and do a better job on the glass because Derek Parton is going to be there all day long. You know, one thing, uh, you mentioned uh, Pardon and Law, but uh, Taylor and Turner, the transfers, are also veterans. I mean, they've got a lot of experience, more so than Illinois. No, they do, and that, that's why I mentioned uh, the experience. But right now, you know, those two guys aren't playing their best, especially Ryan Taylor. Uh, you know, when he transferred in, he's a big-time scorer, led right. the conference in scoring last year. I expected a little bit more from him, but he's one of those guys that can have a breakout day any day. So we're going to have to make sure that we pay attention. Of, you know, I think it starts off with Big Law and Pardon, but as you mentioned, Taylor and the other uh, definitely factors. So many transfers around the country all the time. You can see these two here. Illinois had them, a number of them. You just never know what you're going to get when, when a guy changes schools. It's strange, you know. You expect to get the same thing. We got Revante Rice, and he was terrific, but right. not many like that. No, I mean, because I think it takes a – a mentality. I mean, it's really important that you look at the type of player. I mean, when, when Rivante came in, we all knew Rivante came in with a swagger, and, but a commitment to winning. He wanted, you know, and, and this is, may sound like a bad thing to some, but he came in with the idea of wanting to play at the next level mm -hmm. as well. So he actually played a lot harder than what some people might have thought or expected. And, and, of course, like you mentioned, did extremely well for us. Taylor, on the other hand, has come in, and everyone knew he was a big-time uh, big scorer. Uh, last year, but has kind of fallen off. And I think it's a little bit of the uh, mental aspect of it. You know, it seems to have lost a little bit of confidence going into uh, this Big Ten play, and it's kind of hurt him a little bit. Talking with Dion Thomas on Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois and Northwestern, a noon tip today. Uh, Dion, you've been on teams that have had success, obviously, and not so much. Illinois struggling this season at 4-10. and 10. In your experience, how, as a player and as a coach, for that matter, do you bring the locker room up and say, guys, this season is not lost? Well, you, you know, it, it's great when you have uh, senior leadership or, or, or guys above, you know, upperclassmen to be able to assist you in that. This is one of the things that Illinois does not really uh, have. I mean, Trent Frazier is probably your team leader, and he's just a sophomore. But Trent has seen this. He's been through this last year, having the, some difficult times. Aaron Jordan as well. It's going to take those guys because as a coach, you can say this all day long. But what your teammates need to do is to be the ones that say, hey, we've gone through this. We've seen these tough times. If we get back and stick to the basics of what coach wants us to do, to get out here and defend the way we're supposed to defend, to fight on the rebounds, to gang rebound, you know, instead of standing around allowing only the bigs to rebound. I think that's a way that you can start to creep your way back into it. But at the same time, it's really not looking at the negative, finding the positives in the games that you've lost and trying to build on it from there. What do you Go ahead, Lauren. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it was interesting to me to go back to Kiwan Garrison Jerry Hester, the last time uh, two freshmen scored 38 points as the two freshmen for Illinois did in the last game. 
That's amazing. That's a long way back. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long way back, and it's an even longer way back because I was the old man during that time. I was a senior on that <laughs> on that floor. But, no, I mean, that's what these two freshmen are doing. Well, what they're doing and, and showing uh, the fight that they have in them has to make you feel good about the future. Now, of course, we, we're more concerned about today and getting better today, and that's why we need others. Well, I got a up. question about Georgie. Yes. Someday, let's say they bring in a 6'10", 11-guy that can really play. Is he going to work out at the four? Do you see him as a guy that can work out at the four? Great question. I do think that he would be a very good four. I think he fits now that prototypical stretch four position. He does a great job in pick and rolls. He does a good job at keeping, you know, like-sized like guys in front of him. Of course, no one's going to keep a little guard, you know, in front of him, but he does a really good job of moving his feet and keeping guys in front of him, which is what you would want to happen if they get uh, in an isolation-type situation. But I also think it'll free him up to do what he does best. I mean, Georgie shoots the ball really well. This year he's not shooting it well, but he also passes extremely well. And if you can get something in this offense where you can have the two bigs and running some high-low, but also be able to have two bigs on the board, Georgie and whomever else they bring in, then I think that would be great. And to be honest, Owen, I don't think they need a big-time, say, score. What they need is an athlete, rim defender, a guy that can set picks and roll hard to the rim. And that way you get an interchange with Georgie who can shoot the ball as well as a big that can post up. It makes this team a heck of a lot more dangerous. Hey, Dion, good stuff as always. We'll look forward to your call. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. That's Dion Thomas on Fighting Illini Game Day. Noon tip today, Illinois and Northwestern up in Evanston. Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show rolls on. We'll take a timeout. We'll have our keys to the game, and a little later we'll have our coach's corner. Brian Barnhart talks it over with Shin Coleman. They're going to post our guards up. Uh, I would... I would uh, uh, Assume that they've done that with with basically every opponent they've played. You know, they get uh, they get those guys touches in the blocks and and try to put fouls on people and uh, uh, and or force you to help. And and so we're uh, we've got to deal with that. And it's not something you see every day. It's a little unique, but uh, it's uh, it's something that they can do with uh, with that size. That's Brad Underwood on the Northwestern Wildcats noon tip today. Illinois at 4 and 10, Northwestern at 9 and 5. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Fighting Illini Game Day. And it's time now for our keys to the game. These are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. We bring Lauren Tate back into the conversation. He is courtside in Evanston. Lauren, I will uh, defer to you. Your keys to the game today. Well, my keys to the game are, are trying to get. Uh, we, we saw what happened when Romeo broke loose on Illinois the other day. It was kind of a one-man operation. Uh, and to a certain extent, Northwestern with law is very much that way. They've got to avoid fouling. Obviously, avoid the fouling because that's been a, a real problem. Illinois has committed 312 fouls. The opponent's 261 for the season. So keep law under control if you can, and at the same time without letting pardon go uh, wild on you. Those that's their one-two punch, and that's that's the two you got to stop. I'll throw in Northwestern, a very good defensive team. Opponents averaging yep. 63 points a game, and opponents are shooting just 29% from three. Lauren, good to hear from you, and uh, give us a 
a good game up there. All right, thank you much. That's Lauren Tate, courtside in Evanston, and those have been our keys to the game. When we come back, it's the Coach's Corner here on Fighting Illini Game Day. Home ownership isn't just the American dream. It's one of the hallmarks of a growing, stable community. I'm Dan Mar- Fighting Illini Game Day continues. I'm Tim Dittman in our Game Day studios, taking you up to a noon tip up in Evanston between the Fighting Illini 4 and 10 and the Northwestern Wildcats at 9 and 5. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Brian Barnhart gets the scout from assistant coach Chin Coleman. It's Illinois basketball here today on this Sunday. It's Illinois and Northwestern. Chin Coleman joins us, and uh, this is the big event today. I mean, the Bears are playing later, but we got a big game here. Absolutely, it's a big game. Uh, it's a lot of extra implications, I think, added on to this game for so many different reasons that I probably won't reveal, but there's some <laughs> some extra icing on this cake, I guess I can call it. Um, but we, uh, we're both right now trying to find our way in this league. They're on three. We're on three in this league. And uh, I'm sure they're going to be really, really, really aggressive and um, prepared to play. They, they got kind of embarrassed in Michigan State on the road. and So I'm sure uh, Coach uh, Collins have really been on them and after them about some things that they need to improve on. So I'm sure we're going to get their best punch early for sure. I thought it was interesting uh, the other day. I, I don't know if Indiana ever totally got comfortable offensively. I think we did a lot of good things there. Langford was just really in a, in a stretch there. He kind of took over that game, I thought. Yeah, I think that they decided in the second half to put the ball in their best player's hand, and, and, and he drove us pretty hard to the basket and was able to create a lot of fouls and get to the foul line. And, and uh, we we didn't didn't get that under control. And uh, But although we fought and fought and fought and hung in there and had a chance to win under two minutes, to uh, 2.30 or so like that, it was a uh, two-possession game. So uh, we did uh, – we played with a better effort, and if we continue to play with that effort, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get some good results at the end of that. So the thing for us is to try to duplicate that effort. I was thinking, uh, speaking of duplicating effort, I thought last year the game at Rosemont against the same team, we did all but win the game. I mean, we did a lot of things right. We just didn't quite finish. We, we played a lot tougher. Um, uh, our defense was uh, pretty much intact at that point. We, 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 we understood what we wanted to do on, on the defensive end before. We're still trying to get some guys to understand what we want to do at this point, although uh, we're 63 practices in. There's still uh, some guys still trying to f- figure out really, really what it is that we want to do defensively. Here's how we feel. like We're playing good enough basketball to win at times. It's about sustaining that for 40 minutes and sticking to the details of the game plan. We have a young team, uh, which we hate to use that word, but we want to try as much as we can to stick to the details, the small things of the game plan. And that's what's been hurting us at times is uh, some foul ups, some bloops, and some blunders, but that's being undisciplined and, and not being as detailed as we need to be. And also, if you can get consistent play coming off the bench with with Allen, now with Tev coming back, and different guys that can contribute in different ways, too, to help you get through some of the lapses, too. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Allen is, is getting better every day. Uh, Tevian Jones is really, really, really talented. He's a super talented kid, and he can do things that nobody on the team can do. He can do things that not many players in this league can do because of his size, his strength, and his athleticism. He can shoot the ball. 
having him hopefully will give us a joke. Now this will be his first game. He may throw the ball in the, the 17th row in his first possession in the game in the Big Ten. But um, he 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 is a talent, and everybody on our team knows how talented he is. And uh, he was brought here to to be a guy that. Uh, can help us and with his size and athleticism with the bigger wings and things of that nature because there are a lot of them in this league and um, having him back will, will, will hopefully be a, uh, a joke for him. All right, we'll take a break. We're here with assistant coach Chin Coleman before today's game with Northwestern back after this. Here with Chin Coleman as we continue on the coach's corner. All right, uh, Vic Law and Derek Pardon is a lot of what Northwestern does go through those guys. Pardon has really stepped it up in league play. He's averaging like 21 points a game. Although, uh, league play, I think that teams have scouted well for Vic Law, so he's down to from 18 to 13 uh, in league play. But Pardon is a load inside. He can score it over both shoulders. He, he's got a platinum spin move uh, on the block. And uh, he's, he's just, and they've making a conscious effort to get him the ball, especially early and, and often. But um, we got to make sure we do our job early against him, make his catches tough in the post. But our best post defense is our perimeter defense. If we deny and ball pressure on the wings, it'll be tough to get it inside to him. They have a million and one sets, so uh, we can't um, go over everything that they're going to run. We just got to stick to our, our basic rules and principles and, and hope like hell that that's enough. Now they've got the young man what, that came in from Evansville. Is that right, Taylor? Absolutely. Shooter, shooter, shooter. He's got a quick trigger. Very uh, uh, hair quick trigger that he has. And they, they kind of catered their offense some for him. Um, they have a lot of screening actions to get him shots. And so uh, we know that that's something that he want to do. We're familiar with this game. Coach Alexander on our staff recruiting him uh, at Evansville. So we know a lot of his uh, tendencies. So we should be fine there. Um, He's not playing as well in league play because of the scouting is, mm -hmm. is so detailed. And I think the three teams that they played have done a good job of taking away his comfort zone and what it is he, he does for them. So yeah. we're going to try to make sure that we're, we're on top of our game plan and do the same. Yeah, it looks like they play, what, six, seven, eight guys maybe, and Max. that's about it, right? Max, they, they, they got a very short bench. Uh, they're an older, long, athletic team. They start 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", 6'8", 6'7". Um, and they're one of the top 30 defensive teams in the country. But they don't go too far on that bench, and, and we got to make it a 94-feet game at our pace, and we got to stress those guys a little bit so that they'll have to get into the bench. And, and we think that if we can do that, uh, that's, that'll be favorable for us. Yeah, the defensive numbers, looked at those. You've seen it on tape. I've seen the stats. I mean, what, what do they do well that makes them so good at it? Because they're so long and athletic and they play pack, they're a true, true, true pack team, packed to the highest of – being a pack team but because they're long they can play in the pack and muck up the paint but they also can cover a lot of ground and then they give up only five threes a game at 28 percent so they take away the three they make a mess out of the paint and they're so long and athletic that it makes them tough to to, to score on but we're going to try to move them we're going to try to attack them and we're going to not fall in love with the three, we're going to love the rim and only like the three a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did a great job with this arena. I mean, what a what an improvement, uh, the inside of this arena here today. I mean, uh, in, a, in a short span of time, too. Yeah, they, they I guess they manicured it. It's one of the smaller arenas, as you can tell. They manicured it, I guess, in... Uh, Spend some some good money detailing it and making it look nice, and uh, I'm sure they're excited about that. I don't know. Uh, 
how what type of draw it is here. Uh, but I don't know if their students are back yet. So, but I'm sure that it'll be a a Big Ten environment, and and we've played in at Indiana, which is one of the best um, environments in the league. So our young guys are prepared. We've been all over the world, as you can say, uh, with this this young team. So we, we'll be prepared. Nothing nothing will shock. That's Chin Coleman on the coach's corner with Brian Barnhart. WDWS Champaign-Urbana, WHMS Champaign-Urbana. More Fighting Illini pregame coverage starts now. It's Illinois and Northwestern.